Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Texas Outdoors Podcast. This is the podcast where we'll be talking about hunting and fishing in the great state of Texas. Yeah, for the most part, it's just going to be me, your host, Joshua Gibson, on the show for the most part. And yeah, let's really, <laughs> let's, let's go and dive into it. Alright, so right now, we are in the middle of dove season. And where I'm at, it's been a little bit of a slower dove season. It really got cold here pretty quick after a really hot summer, too. And I don't know about where y'all are at, but, you know, it hasn't been exactly the best conditions for dove hunting here. And that's really just because it was cold quick. And, yeah, dove hunting is a lot of fun. And, honestly, if you haven't dove hunted, you, you got to go dove hunting. It is, it's not like deer hunting. You go out there, you, you can sit around, talk with their friends, family, or whoever you're with. And it, it really is a lot of fun. It I found it to be very fun to do. And yeah, well, it has been a slow start to the season. And, well, there's nothing we can really do about that. But here is what you can do to get ready for dope. You're going to, one thing I learned after a few of my first hunts is you're going to need a mojo. The, the decoys with the spinning wings. I mean, they're not, they're not a necessity, but you could definitely use them and they, they be a really big help. I don't have one at the moment. I'm planning to get one soon. Yeah. A mojo does help. And what also you need to do is make sure you have all the right guns. I would recommend 12 or 20 gauge that's right around there. Make sure you get the Dove stuff. You'll say Dove and Target most of the time. And also try to get that same brand as what your shotgun is. And make sure you use shotgun. And on your shotgun, I would use an improved choke. That that would be a big help. And yeah, and the improved choke widens the spread of the shot, if you didn't know. And so it'll help you hit those hookers because they are fast. Doves are like 20 miles an hour right in your face. They're extremely fast. And you also want some chairs because you're going to be moving around a lot in dove hunting. And if you don't have any place to sit aside from trees, then it may be a little uncomfortable. And, yeah. and also you need to find a place to dove hunt. That may seem a little obvious, but you, if you can do your own land or if you have some. Or you can go to the public places. I just go to the public places because the only land I have is kind of not really good dove hunting. If you do go to a public place, then you might want to bring some of the orange uh, vest and stuff like that. That can definitely be a help. If you want to, you can bring some, like, you definitely need some camo. So, yeah, you, if you want to or not, you're kind of going to have to bring it. I don't know if this is true. But what I heard is that doves can see color. I honestly have no idea how they would know that. It really, uh, I just never understood how they would find that out. Um, but yeah, it does seem like this hasn't been the greatest dove season. Although, it has been consistent. 
And there are some more things, but honestly, I'm not very advanced into dove hunting, so I don't exactly know them all. So what you do get there, you're going to want to go ahead. Remember safe gun handling. If you want to keep hunting, you're going to have to safe gun handle. I'm going to probably going to say that a lot. Safe gun handling is very important. And then once you get out there, get you might want to find a good spot. If a good spot is all the harvested crops, they like to go after the seeds. Or you can just go uh, to some clearings where it's kind of flat. They they seem to love it there too. And if you can find a spot where, say it, it's morning time, maybe you want to be behind a tree where the sun doesn't hit you. This is where I found the most success. And then you can, and then they kind of just, where we were at, it was like perfect. They just crossed in front of us. It may not be the same for y'all, but if you can find a spot where they like seem to cross around, you, what you really actually need to do is just see where they're going. Find a certain spot, see where they're going over there, and yeah, you really got to do some studying. You can still hunt while you're doing that too, but it'd be best if you uh, little do a little prepping. And yeah, so yeah, <laughs> let let's move on to the next topic. So, deer season is on its way, and it's almost here unless you count the archery season which is already here started on the 3rd of october and will end on november 6th and that is archery only so you can still do archery if you didn't know that you could still use archery weapons on regular season on the general season which starts november 7th for north and south zone and North Zone ends on January 3rd, and the South Zone ends on January 17th. But that is not what I'm wanting to talk about. I'm wanting to talk about getting ready for the deer season. So the first thing you're going to want to do is go and set up your stands and blinds, and also scout out the area. Scout out the area, make sure it's good. And then you want to go set up the stands and blinds and find some good locations. Like maybe the wind might be a factor. Maybe put it against some tr a tree line so the wind hits your face, it'll be better. And if it doesn't, it shouldn't bother you or affect you as much. Make sure you can either get the high ground stands or you can get the low stands. That's really for preference so just get out the area set up some stands and stuff like that next you want to make sure you have the right gear and if you don't have the right gear then you could end up getting fined for shooting a deer and this is whitetail just in, just in case you didn't catch on whitetail I would definitely recommend like a 243 or a 308 some binoculars or a rangefinder would be very nice if you're using archery weapons, then I would suggest getting the right arrows. Get some the high quality ones if you can. If not, that's understandable. I wouldn't. Rec I don't really care. 
I don't really care for the uh, red tracers. Those are useful at like the afternoon, but during the day, I'm not sure you exactly need them. I never use them. So yeah, if, if you want to get those, that's fine, but I don't necessarily think you 100% need them. They are nice at times, but yeah, like I said, you don't 100% need them. But next, I would like to talk about uh, getting some food plots set up. Um, deer corn and deer feeders are nice. If you like to use that, like, a, I don't know, it grows the really the god what's it called I, I i can't okay i can't i can't remember but it's the stuff that grows the really good herbs or whatever in the grass that's supposed to be nutritious if you want to do that that's okay but i prefer just getting the deer corn and a deer feeder i've just had very good luck with that they seem to deer really love the corn not just deer i mean you can use them for anything now i understand it's illegal in some states which i don't exactly understand but, I mean, if it's illegal, you definitely want to check that. I know it's legal in Texas, and this is about Texas. So, if you are listening in from another state, then you can definitely take some tips from this. But, yeah, in Texas, as far as I know, it's legal. Maybe, maybe illegal in some counties. That may just be the urban counties. But, as far as I know, there, there's no rule that says that's illegal. But yeah, hopefully they don't put a law that, that stops that, and I don't think they will anytime soon. But yeah, food plots are a great way to attract the deer once they find it out. Next, I would like to talk about trail cameras. They are another great way if you put them at food plots. Then you can see what's been going there, how big they are, how many, what time, and they're really nice to have specifically in food plots or some like open areas put it against a tree in like a field and you can see what's been passing through and they're not necessarily needed you can and they definitely help a lot tell you they can tell you where to go and when to be there and yeah it can be a very very helpful but overall I do think that trail cameras are definitely good to have so we've gone over equipment uh stands blinds look scout out the area have the right gear uh food plots and trail cameras oh yes and this is a biggie make sure you're excited to go i mean if you don't want to go deer hunting, then if you go deer hunting, you're just not going to enjoy it. You really have to want to go deer hunting. And if you don't want to go deer hunting, you're not going to have a very fun time. And I don't know a hunter that doesn't get excited about deer hunting. I mean, it's like one part of the year. Every, every hunter loves deer hunting. And if you're not a hunter and think it's barbaric, which it's not, it's... I still don't understand why some people think it's, like, barbaric. It's not. And plus, they're not people, they're animals. So, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. But, yeah, let's move on to the next subject.
I'm going to talk right now about fishing. This won't take very long, so don't worry. So with uh, it being fall and winter is getting close, the weather is not exactly prime fishing weather. I would, I personally don't like fishing in the cold, and I also don't think the fish like swimming in it either. So yeah, I don't really think the fishing is very good right now. And it, but if you want to go fishing, you basically got to go fishing now before it gets cold, before it gets really cold. So yeah, find a warm day, try to go fishing then. I think you might get some success. And as far as I know, fishing is not very good in the colder weather. Now like spring and summer, that's when the fishing is best. Now sometimes summer can get too hot and the fish don't like it too hot, but I definitely think that the warmer weather is better than f for fishing because fish don't have anything really to keep them extremely warm. So yeah, they just have scales and that, that doesn't exactly keep them warm as far, as far as I know. And yeah, that, that's all I had to say about fishing right now. They're, yeah, I haven't been fishing in a while, so I told you it'd be quick. And yeah, that may have even been a little quicker than I thought it would be. <laughs> Let's move on. Alright, so now that with COVID-19, I definitely should lay out some good hunts during COVID-19. And here's just a few of them. Deer hunting and dove hunting, as we mentioned earlier, are always good hunts. Uh, quail, if you want to do that, I'm pretty sure I haven't really, I have never done quail it doesn't seem too hard. Uh, one of the places I go to is a dove and quail. And I've seen quail when I go dove hunting. They just like these They just like these little dirt mounds. I've heard they're really good to eat too. And they don't seem too hard. Now, I could be wrong. I don't have any quail experience. But as far as I know, they look pretty easy. And they look like a good one. Dove, as I said, they're, it's pretty easy. Uh, deer, it's tough, but it's definitely always great. And he here's the truth. Just hunting in general is good hunting during COVID-19. You, It doesn't matter what hunt you do. Just go hunting. That That's really the truth of it. Just go hunting. And yeah, that that's really all there is to say about that. Just go hunting and you'll have a blast. Well, that will be it for Episode 1, Season 1 of Texas Outdoors Podcast. Thank you for listening in, and I will see you in the next one. Goodbye.